ESPN. The following is a presentation of Cover Your Assets and is offered by Rooker Financial Coaching and Consulting. You're trying to build your income, your business, your life. Challenges are all around you. It seems so overwhelming. People are depending on you. Who do you listen to? Where can you go to find honest, useful information? Todd Rooker. For decades, Todd Rooker has been teaching professional education to attorneys, CPAs, bankers, and financial advisors. Rooker Financial Consulting offers advice and coaching to consumers, business owners, and financial professionals on every topic imaginable. If you truly want to succeed, sit back and find out how to cover and build your assets. Here's nationally renowned speaker and expert getting you on the path to financial strength and wealth, Todd Rooker. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Cover Your Assets. My name is Todd Rooker, and I am here to, uh, I don't know, instruct you, uh, educate you, maybe just entertain you, uh, maybe cause you to change some of the things you're doing. Really, uh, that's, that's what I strive for on the show is to get you to think, get you to change. Uh, thinking knowing, reading, learning to me is only meaningful to the extent that you do something with it. Uh, I'm not a person who believes that knowledge is value unto itself. Um, although there may be some satisfaction personally for it. I like the idea that I learn something and I use it to take action and maybe, maybe it's just me, but accomplish something. So today's show is stress for success. Evan, there it is. Stress for success. And it is all about what you do about the stresses in your life, whether they be uh, organically coming at you from the world or whether you create them yourself. And, you know, we're all told that we should run away from from stress. Stress is bad. You got to eliminate stress in your life. I just, I listen to that and, you know, I've, my, my wife and I have both had cancer and, and, and I do not believe that the stress had, had much of anything to do with it, frankly. Uh, but you know, you're, you're, everybody's told to eliminate stress. And I, I remember sitting with my wife, having the doctor tell her that she needed to eliminate stress. I remember, uh, you know, uh, and this was when we were young. And I remember, you know, after I had 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 my own health issues that I was told the same thing. And, you know, I got to be honest with you, I, I really disregard that because I, I, I just do not believe that stress is a bad thing at all. I think stress is a very, very good thing. And I think for all of those who who are running from stress, I would say just simply mentally turn it around and recognize that stress is a great thing and embrace it as opposed to run from it. Um, I, I think that's so important. And so while everybody's telling me that stress is bad, I think stress can kind of be looked at and you got to forgive me, it's a financial show, but it's kind of like debt. There's good debt and there's bad debt. <laughs> now, equally, I know people will say, what do you mean? All debt is bad. Uh, and I don't dis, I don't agree with that either. See, so, so you have to be, at least be open to what I'm about to say. Good debt makes me money. Bad debt costs me money. Meaning that I use debt and based on whatever the cost of the debt is, it motivates me and I use it 
to make more money with. So a perfect example might be that as you hear me talk frequently about the home that you live in, not really being an asset. So, you know, when you fill out a personal financial statement and you're, and you're determining your net worth, your, all your assets minus your liabilities and the amount that's left, that's your, that's your net worth. I would talk about this about infinitum here on the show, but we, we look at it that way. So when you, when you look at debt, well, what if the, number that I pay for debt, not the outstanding amount that I owe, but whatever it costs me on a monthly basis in the term of, in terms of a payment. What if by utilizing that debt, I can make more money than the cost of that debt, all other things considered as well. And now if not for that debt, I wouldn't be earning nearly as much money or my business wouldn't be nearly as profitable or it wouldn't be growing nearly as much. And so when I look at your house, yeah, your house is, is, is bad debt because it's not making you money. And really it comes down to a consideration of how much house do you really need versus how much do you want, which is a whole nother topic, but it's not making you money. On the other hand, what if I take that same number in debt? I buy an investment property. I buy a commercial property, whether it's residential, commercial, or whatever, or I take out a loan for my business, and it allows me to add three new people that I couldn't have afforded to add to my company. And as a result, through their efforts and through the efforts of working with the company, they more than make up for all the expenses that they have, and the profitability goes up relative percentage-wise to the amount of debt that I carry. Well, that's good debt. If I own an investment property or a commercial residential, it doesn't matter. And the debt that I take out, whether that be $100,000 or a million dollars, I am earning at the end of the month, at the end of the year, or whatever my measurement is, I'm earning more money than that. And if not for that, I wouldn't be earning nearly as much. Well, how can you say that that's a bad thing? Because it's not. So likewise, when it comes to stress, we have to look at it and say, if stress motivates me, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And, you know, good stress should cause me to excel. Uh, it, 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 good stress might cause me, hopefully, to do things that I would otherwise not do if not for this stress. And I will say this undoubtedly again and again on this one-hour show. Humans have to feel like they are progressing in some area in their lives, whatever that happens to be, whatever, whatever area it is, whether it, whether it's in athletics, whether it's in, in, you know, uh, their business, whether it's with their kids, whether it's with their academics, almost doesn't matter, or cleaning their house. I don't know. People have to feel like they are progressing, like they're doing something. And when we talk about, you know, I make I make jokes, you know, about, hey, I'm not about passion and fulfillment. I'm about making money. Yeah, but look, those things are fulfilling. <laughs> and so it's really not accurate to say that because a human being needs to be uh, see progress, needs to be fulfilled. And so if if stress causes you, to impose things upon yourself uh, and and causes you to progress and succeed, that is infinitely fulfilling. Now, bad stress is where things are happening without your input and you have no plan or actions 
that you're going to take to relieve or overcome that stress. It In your mind, it just is. There's nothing to be done about it. It just is. Now, I, I want you to think about this because I want you to think about the people whom are in, you know, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, you know, compromised positions and they've got things going on. And I remember uh, a gal uh, that I worked with years ago and she said something that <laughs> may sound a little callous, but I've thought about it many times since then. And one of the things that, that she said among the many was that, and this was Kathy Cook, if you're listening by chance, uh, Kathy and Mike Cook, she said, I don't feel sorry for anybody. I don't feel sorry for anybody. Oh my, boy, you're, 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 you're very unfeeling. What are you, are you narcissistic? You don't care about other people? No, I understand what she meant. Everybody is imposed with challenges and those challenges can be good or bad. And the fact that you do nothing about it, I don't feel sorry for you. And wow, <laughs> wow. Listen to the world around you. Um, you go to a, you go to a hair salon. I remember years ago, my, my mother took my brother and sister and I to this, uh, uh, school that, that taught people how to cut hair. <laughs> and of course it was because it was cheap as opposed to just putting a bowl on our heads and <laughs> doing, doing what they did, what she would have done otherwise. So it was inexpensive. <clears throat> and I remember sitting in my chair, getting my hair cut and listening to people talk. And so one person across the way, uh, sitting in their chair with their stylist, would begin telling a story about what had happened to them. And, oh, it was just horrible. You know, it was, it was, they would tell you about all the things that had happened to them. And, oh, woe is me. And, oh, and, and, and literally from across the way of that other person, someone else would chime in and say, oh, well, you should hear what happened to me. <laughs> as though they're competing for who has the more pathetic story or life. Are you in that situation? Do you know people like that? What is that? What is that? That sad sack, woe is me mentality. Oh my goodness. So what are you going to do about it? Is, is the deal. So bad stress is where things are happening without your input. You feel you have no plan of action to take uh, as a result to relieve or overcome this stress. It just simply is. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, that's a problem. But good stress is where I impose things on myself that are triggers. And, you know, the whole know thyself thing what are the things that trigger you? Uh, I don't know if I was, I might've been last week uh, or at least a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago where I talked about the dichotomy of a salesperson. I said, I think Evan named the show. It's all about the money. If you get a chance, go to the uh, Spotify or go to Apple music or go to our website here at score. That's two podcasts ago, two, pods, two podcasts ago. And I talk about the fact that, that there are things in a person's makeup that cause them to desperately need to succeed because their their character flaws, their 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 a lack of security, or more more to the point, insecurity. And 
I said that in one theater, that's a positive thing. And maybe in another, it could be looked upon as a negative thing. Well, look, everything in life is like that, isn't it? And most certainly, stress falls in that category. Because the things that cause you, motivate you, force you, push you to succeed and do other things should not be looked upon as negative. It should just literally be a mindset, a a, a sea change in your mindset of how you're going to look at things because you're going to come up with a battle plan to overcome it. And here's the really interesting thing. It doesn't matter any more than the fact that you feel that there's something that you can do about because the most stress is created when something happens and you feel you can do nothing about it. Now, that is real stress. That is real stress. So the irony is that even if your plan of attack, what you will do about it, the actions that you will take, may not really turn the ship around in any, you know, any short order. But they are things that you can engage in that make you feel as though you can do something about it and you have some level of control. That will change everything. And you need to make a habit of doing those very things. And so as I say so frequently in my office, reach your arms to the heavens and whenever something goes wrong, look up and say, thank you. Watch what I'm going to do with this one. So, so whether you're religious or not, just imagine that God, whoever your God is standing up there whipping down, you know, thunderbolts. <laughs> these, these are, this is the shit that's going to go wrong <laughs> in your life. And there, and he's throwing this stuff at you. Whoom. And it's coming down. It's raining down on you. And you look up and say, check it out, God. Here's how I'm going to handle this one. And you're going to prove how you're going to overcome this. And as life goes on, they keep throwing, he keeps throwing those thunderbolts at you to see what you're made of. And frankly, it makes you more, doesn't it? Now, how can you look at those things that will make you the strong, successful, capable self-starter as being negative? How can you look at those things as being negative? Because look, in your life, Anything and everything that you look upon as as you look back over your life, things that you are most proud of in almost all instances, aren't they things that you overcame where maybe you weren't even certain yourself if you could do it, but you just endeavored into it, gave it everything you had, recognized that it was a challenge. I mean, didn't think of it as a frivolous issue. Looked at it and went, oh man, and you bellied up to that and you went at it and you overcame it and you are so proud of yourself. Not only are those around you watching you and impressed by your capacity, your fortitude to overcome these things, but you feel that yourself. Is that not the most fulfilling thing in the world? So you're looking for these things. You're actually looking for the stresses that everybody's telling you to run away from when you turn it around and your mindset changes about these things, it becomes a positive thing. So you you are continually trying to look for things that cause you, know thyself, 
to do things that you might otherwise not do to be able to enjoy that progress and fulfillment that all human beings are looking for. And when you stop progressing, when you stop feeling like there's challenges, that's when it all goes bad. This is why you hear me say that I never want to quit working. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, now look, am I being, am I saying that when you quit working, you don't have these, this level of fulfillment? No, no, of course not. I mean, look, a person could play golf for the rest of their lives and be utterly fulfilled. A person could have a, could, could learn how to cook and be utterly fulfilled. And there's a lot of things, but I sure as heck hope that I'm never in a position where I feel like I have to play crossword puzzles just to stay, to stay sharp because I have, I have become, my life has become such a, such a bubblegum affair that I'm going nowhere doing nothing and I don't have any challenges and any, any things that I can reach my hand in the air and shake my fist and say, I did it. I overcame it because when that happens, that's that's when people get tired and die. And I really believe that for a lot of people who enter retirement after literally a couple of years of, you know, doing all the things they're dreaming about when they when they're working. Oh, they're going to play golf. They're going to play tennis. They're going to travel. They're going to do this, that and the other thing. Well, look, man, talk to them after two to five years. That's already taken its course. And now the number most top things that they will tell you about their retirement is that they're lonely and bored. Oh, gosh. So if you don't have these challenges in your life, whether they be your job or your achievement, you got problems. So know thyself relates to what are the things that motivate you? Things that maybe you don't really want other people to know about. Maybe you look upon these things as slights somewhat in that you are insecure about these things. And see, you know, well, sometimes we have a hard time even admitting those things to ourselves because we are insecure and we do care about what people think. And it's kind of like money. The more times people tell me it's not about the money, Evan's moniker for the show, not about the money. <laughs> In that show, I think, Evan, I said the more time somebody tells me it's not about the money, the more I can be utterly certain that it is. Well, this is not dissimilar. And the more times that somebody tells me I don't need to succeed, I don't need this, I don't need that, um, it, I don't, I don't care about those things. The more times somebody says that to me, the more I am utterly certain it is about those things. So what are those things that motivate you know thyself? You know, is it your social standing in the community or in your neighborhood or in your your high school graduation class or or your your college graduation class? What are those things that motivate you? Let's take our first break. We're going to talk more about What are those triggers that motivate you? We'll be right back. Does your sump pump run constantly? Do you want to ensure that you never have a damp, musty-smelling basement? These issues are caused by water coming off your roof, draining into your basement. Gutters can resolve these problems. William Foss is the owner of Seamless Solutions. He is honest and trustworthy. He is simply the best. If you need gutters or leaf covers, he is the guy to call. You can call him at 612-834-0664 or go to his website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. 
Com. If you or anyone you know are in a financially challenged situation, listen. My name is Todd Rooker. For over 20 years, I've been helping people strategically plan for and deal with a financial crisis. My typical client may have previously had a substantial net worth and are now in fear of losing their personal home. My clients will often say, in the past, I was financially successful. However, at this point, I'm exhausting all of my financial resources trying to make my payments on time. I feel as though I'm simply delaying the inevitable by throwing good money after bad. So my questions are, Todd, do I just let the bank liquidate my business? Do I need to consider things like foreclosure, short sale, Dean and Lou, loan modification, credit counseling, or even bankruptcy? And then most importantly, how do I minimize the damage and rebuild my life when this disaster is over? This is my world, and I teach classes on those very topics. So if you or anyone you know is in this situation or you want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. Are you missing anything in your plan? Find out with JLN Financial's Retirement Checklist. If you could check all the boxes on the list, you may be ready for retirement. If not, J. Allen Financial can help. Get this checklist now at rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash checklist challenge. J. Allen Financial offers insurance services. Investing involves risk. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and J. Allen Financial are not affiliated companies. Hey, are you considering something exceptional to set your home apart and highlight its curb appeal? How about the rich look of custom copper gutters? Copper gutters are not only beautiful, they also offer timeless durability. William Foss with Gutter Solutions installed my beautiful copper gutters. I get compliments every day. If you're looking for extraordinary craftsmanship and would like to consider something truly special, call him at 612-834-0664 or go to their website, SeamlessSolutionsMN.com. Ask for Billy. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, what are the triggers? What are the triggers that that motivate you? What are the things that motivate you? Oh my gosh, what will people think? What will people think? You know, again, it's not about that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure, it's not about that. Sure, you don't care. You don't care what other people think. Yeah, sure. Sure, tell it to somebody else. The reality is that may be a big trigger for you that motivates you. Don't run away from it by saying, I don't care what other people think. Use it. If it works for you, if deep down internally it is an issue for you, you do care what people think, don't lie to yourself, well then use it. Well then use it. And so that might very well be, and maybe it's maybe it's not even about you. Maybe it's about, as I brought up earlier, your social standing. 
how people look at your spouse, just, you know, envision, you know, your spouse being ridiculed <clears throat> because they're not this or that. And you, you desperately don't want that. That's hurtful to you. And you want them to be proud about this, that, or the other thing. Now, of course, these things can lead us into spending too much money on lifestyle, I know. But you know, at the end of the day, remember something. As much as I talk about income will never be wealth, unless you spend less than you earn, and you put that money into leveraged activities that are earning more money than inflation, meaning your investments all by themselves, without you working engaged in activity, make more money than inflation, well, then you don't get anywhere. But here's the thing. If you don't have any income, then that's, you got nothing to work with and we don't need to waste time worrying about anything else, do we? And on the flip side, if you don't have wealth in the form of net worth, but at least you have income, it beats the heck out of not having income, doesn't it? So even though I talk about these things and I make jokes about the fact that the salesperson, whatever goals they have for sales or whatever goals they have for business or whatever it is, are often directly tied to the things that they will do for themselves and their family as rewards for achieving those goals. And I do make fun of those things because all too often... It is all about that without any consideration for how am I going to create stability and net worth. Uh, even though I make a half a million or a million dollars a year, I really don't have that because if my income went away. I don't have a lot. And there's so you can't imagine how many people there are in that very situation. These are not wealthy people. These are people who make good income. But you got to start somewhere, don't you? And so whatever it is that motivates you to earn more income, if, if the notion that your kids are going to school and they, and they have, you know, you know, they have holes in their tennis shoes and other kids are making fun of them. If that in vision in your mind motivates you, well, then great. Use it. So, you know, what are those triggers for you? Um, and so the other uh, ideas might be goals for achievement that you have. Maybe you are in a group and you want to succeed. You have goals on uh, evolving, achieving, and uh, advancing. Well, okay, that's a, that's a great way, a great stress that you impose upon yourself. And it is the same thing. Uh, what, if there's a, what if you're in a race? What if you're in a race? Uh, my, my son and daughter-in-law are gymnasts and gymnast Gabby and now a, now a, uh, maybe Olympic hopeful in the marathon and my son who was a track star in college and all that. If getting up to that starting line for whatever race you have put yourself in, because remember something, if there's a race and you're in that race, most likely you impose that upon yourself. Either you came up with the with the idea that you were going to put yourself in that race or someone uh, recommended it or said, I want you to do it. And you agreed to it. And now you're putting yourself on the line. Well, is that race, whatever it is, going to cause you to learn, to practice, to, to, to whatever, study, to because you have to get up to that starting line and we're going to see where you're at and you just can't bring yourself to be at the back, the back of the pack. You've got to succeed. Well, if that if a race does that for you, then that's a good stress, isn't it? It's a really, really good stress. What if there's a test? 
You know, there's a test on Friday morning at 10 a.m., and you stayed up all night Thursday night. No, I can tell you the statistics say that that's not necessarily a good thing. But nevertheless, you wouldn't have stayed up all night and learned all of this material at an accelerated pace if not for the stress of the test taking place the following morning. How can those things be looked upon as a negative when after they are completed, you have done things you otherwise wouldn't have done and you have been fulfilled because you succeeded more so than you ever would have? These are the positive stresses that I'm talking about. And I'm saying to you, you want to look for these things. You want these things to be goals. You're literally searching for things like this because, you know, fortunately... For some of us, life, uh, God has been throwing down the challenges and we've had an abundance of them in our lives. And, you know, here's the interesting thing. If you look at someone who you can visualize or is in your mind, actually that did happen. They've had all kinds of things that have come at them. You Maybe you can't even imagine. Well, here's the interesting point about that. These are often some of the most accomplished people you'll ever meet aren't they? (laughs) So the very thing that everybody goes, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you know, there's in, in my own life, there's been things that have happened to me that, you know, I, I I wouldn't have wanted, didn't want to have cancer. Sure. Didn't want my wife to have cancer. Sure. Didn't want my son to have all these things, but have they motivated us? You know, at the end of the day, when they plug us all in the ground and it's all over with, Were we more fulfilled in our lives because these challenges were thrown at them and we reacted and did something about them? Now, you could have handled it in a different way. You could have just said, woe is me, stuck your head in the sand, done nothing about it, been a sad sack and and go live on the street. I mean, I guess you could do that. But, hey, is that how you want to handle things in your life? So stresses are really good things. And triggers such as your social standing, race, test. Um, Maybe you have a goal of impacting other people. Maybe that's your goal. Maybe you want to change the world, make everything better. But I got news for you. Even that instance, that is you putting pressure on yourself to say, I need to accomplish this by this date, by this time. Because I need to see progression in the way of my goals. Whether that be for me Uh, financially, whether that be for a group of people that I'm trying to improve their lives, uh, whatever it is, you've got to impress upon yourself the stress of putting timelines, dates of when you're going to have something complete so you can cross it off the list and feel good. All of that is stress. And the idea that one wants to run away from that is an absurdity beyond imagination. So I just recoil when I hear people, well, you got to eliminate stress in your life. Huh? Huh? Is everybody out there these sad sacks that have no capacity to do anything about anything and create a plan to overcome or at least to impact the things that are happening to them so that they can feel good about doing something about this stress? I, I I don't know, you know, so how about getting up at a certain time in the morning? How about that? That's a stress, isn't it? 
That's a stress. Hey, I have to be here by this time. Putting things on your calendar early in the morning. If you tell me I'm not a morning person, we wake up around my house, or at least I do at 5 o'clock every morning. Every morning, every morning, every morning. Doesn't matter. Saturday, Sunday, doesn't matter. Well, is that a stress? Well, I can tell you right now it's not anymore because it just is, you know, and that speaks to the whole point of consistency that I can talk about a bit later. But the stress of having to do something like that will cause you to become more. Uh, I have so many clients that we will put something down in their calendar as a staple that causes them to rise up and meet that challenge to change and improve their situation. Not, well, you know, I'm going to try to start doing this thing. They have this as a static standard from now on imposed upon themselves and believe it or not people rise to the challenge everybody is capable of so much more than what they're doing let's take another break we'll be right back fix auto has been the collision repair leader in the twin cities for over 40 years hi i'm matt feehan second generation owner our mission at fix auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at at Kim at KimNibo.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412, Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer-for-life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. I have trusted attorney Brian Aho for more than 10 years to work closely with me to resolve and eliminate debt for many of my personal and business clients. Aho Law Office is the go-to firm I choose because Brian has always been caring and compassionate with my clients while tenaciously fighting to retain as much of their assets as possible while quickly eliminating their debt. Brian's extensive experience 
and knowledge of bankruptcy law and willingness to fight allow him to resolve challenges and cases that many attorneys won't. Don't let other attorneys learn on your dime. Rely on the experience of Aho Law Office to help you achieve relief from your creditors. Competent, compassionate legal advocates providing the clarity to protect tomorrow. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number is 612-271-4047. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. All right. All right. Stress for success. Stress for success. So, you know, yeah, um, getting up in the morning, um, going to bed at a certain time, uh, reading a book by a date, by a particular date, you know, reading X number of pages every morning with your with your morning tea or your morning coffee, um, whatever, whatever it is. That's those are the things that we must do to program our minds to become uh, the type of person who can overcome things. You know, when you when you know of meet with and maybe you are one of those people, Jeff, if you're listening out there, uh, if you are one of those people who is capable and believes that, hey, man, anything anybody else can do, I can do myself. There's no question. They are this type of person. There's there's no question you know, and, and or somebody you say, boy, they just have willpower. That person, they quit smoking. They just have willpower. I just don't have that willpower. Wow. Really? So, you know, impose these things uh, on yourself and the gratification that one that one gets, the adulation, uh, not just of people whom know you, watch you, friends, family, the like, but it's for yourself. It's for yourself that you do these things because everything in life, we talk about financial success here, but listen, it's a choice and, and it's, and, and you've got to be a doer in life. And sometimes the way that you achieve and the way that you overcome and, 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 and succeed is by putting yourself in a position where you can't screw it up despite yourself. That's very, very, very important. Uh, I've, I've believed for years that if you, if you tell a person that they simply have to become disciplined and there's no plan, it's just, it's, it's a statement like saying, I want to win the lottery. It's utterly meaningless without a plan, without a step by step plan. Now I'm not implying that to the lottery, please. But the point is, is that You've got to have a plan of attack, a plan of action. And if you have that, it just literally changes everything, doesn't it? And you've got to be a doer. So if we are waiting for everybody to become disciplined, well, let's just give up and quit right now. Because I already know the vast majority of the population. The vast majority of you people out there listening to me, you don't have discipline. Or at least you suck at it anyway. So how are you going to overcome that? Does that mean you just give up and quit? I hope not. What it means is that you impose things upon yourself that are meaningful, that force you into doing things that you might not otherwise do. Create a system that is so regimented in its approach that you can't screw it up despite yourself. Because look, man, if given the chance, people will mess it up. You know, when it comes to money management and a budget, so-called budget, look, 
If everybody operated like a human calculator, nobody would ever have problems with that in the first place. And I'm telling you that the very best of you who are successful financially aren't very good at it. Right. So I'm not I, I, I'm talking about creating systems to overcome the failure of the human being. And I, I've done that for years. So when I work with people and their money, it's always about that. You know, it's always about overcoming yourself. You know, when we talk about real estate. Uh, we talk about the fact that there's three ways to make money. Well, there's there's the tax, too. That's the fourth. But um, uh, minimize the tax because of depreciation. But there is one that you're going to have cash flow where you're going to make money on the on on the investment. And that's, you know, speaks to the whole notion. I've got a debt, but my my rent money, my lease payments that I receive from my tenant are more than enough to pay all of the expenses. And I make money it's cash flow. The next two are protect you from yourself. They are balance pay down on the loan. That means that when you're making payments, yes, a significant amount of money is going to interest if you have a loan, but a portion is going to pay down principal, which is improving your equity position and literally putting money in your pocket upon the sale. So you've got that going on. The other thing is that the value of the property is going up in value and it's not costing you one dime because the tenant is paying all of that. So of those three things, one, cash flow, two, balance pay down, and three, the increasing value of the property, guess what? The only one that you get is the cash flow. And the other two, you can't touch unless you either, one, sell and eat the tax, or you refinance and pull money out. Well, what does that do? It protects you from yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. You can do those things. You can sell and you can, you know, do a cash out refinance and pull cash out. But it takes an action. And on some level, that additional action or work will hopefully delay or stop you. Tax liability on capital gains will stop you from taking that money. Because let me tell you right now, for most people, if all three of those amounts of improvement that you receive from the ownership of real estate didn't come to you in three different directions, they all came to you in the form, the total amount of money, you know, 20, 30% return. Wow. Imagine that all came out in the form of a dividend from the cash flow that you got. What do you think most people would do with that money? Does, Does spend it come to mind? So if they had access to it, would I rely upon their discipline to keep their grubby hands off of it? No, (laughs) no. And would that mean that they would go virtually nowhere? Yes, you would. What about your retirement account? Well, you know that most people who are involved in qualified retirement funds, SEP, KEO, Roth, 401k, 403b, they don't touch the money. Why don't they touch the money? Well, because there's a penalty until you're age 59 and a half, right? Well, guess what? A lot of them are unaware that nearly every stock is pushing out dividends, meaning that there's money that's made when the stock success happens. They are paying dividends. Well, how come there nobody's getting them? Because it's a retirement account and it automatically reinvests dividends for compound growth. But listen, What if they did receive those dividends every single month? Would any of them ever enjoy any real degree of compound growth? If you ask me, I say probably not. So is that another instance of protecting yourself from yourself? Yes, it is. 
Yes, it is. So we want to create stress. We want to make things happen despite the fact that we may not be disciplined by putting things down like the test is, I'll finish by, I will get up by. All of these things are the stresses that you impose upon yourself to overcome your lesser self. And you really must do that. And I think that that stress is such a very good thing. And it's so healthy for you. Now, bad stress is where you feel helpless and take no action. And okay, your health has gone. You've got this thing or you've got that thing or your your child has got this thing. And so you feel you can do absolutely nothing about it. And there's many things. It's not just health. There's many things that you may feel that way about. But here's the thing. Again, it's a choice. You always do have the ability to take some form of action. It's not what happens to me, but instead what I do about it. So for all the things that people will say they have no control, they relinquish that. They just give up. They, they have no control. That is not the way you look at it. No matter how bad it is, you have to come up with a game plan of action. This is why I have challenges when, when you know, when my wife says, I don't want you to fix it. I just, <laughs> I just want to be heard. Oh, I don't know how to deal with that. You got to come up with a plan to fix it. You got to come up with a plan to address it, to do something about it. And that stress of imposing what you're going to do about something is the thing that motivates you to become and to do more and to succeed in your life. So it is a choice in every instance. It not, it's not what happens to me, but instead what I do about it. Uh, we're going to take another break and we'll be right back talking about stress for success. And you need to remember, folks, the way you look at it and the things that you do about it are everything. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Social Security, you've spent your entire working life paying into it, so don't you want to get the most out of it? Jim Baer and his team at JL and Financial can show you ways to do that with their free Social Security report. Download your copy today at rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. That's rhythmofretirement.com slash social security. JL and Financial offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC, AEWM, AEWM, and JL and Financial are not affiliated companies. JL and Financial is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or governmental agency. Hi, this is Troy Danner of Danner's Cabinet Shop. My family has been building custom cabinets and countertops for homes in Minnesota for over 50 years. We still make the cabinets the way my grandpa did when he founded our company. My team of skilled craftsmen pride themselves on attention to detail and making sure every element of your project goes perfectly. 
Give me a call at 763-753-4002 or visit us online at dannerscabinets.com. If you're in a financially challenged situation or want to ensure that you never are, I have the knowledge and the information you're looking for. My name is Todd Rooker. When you want information on today's most pressing economic and financial pressures, who do you talk to? Their attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, mortgage brokers, and real estate agents. Everyone has a different opinion, and these professionals do not always work well together. It's not enough to find an expert in one area. You need a comprehensive approach that addresses all of your concerns and enables you to create an overall plan. I have over 20 years experience in this highly specialized field and it is my job to work with all of the professionals previously mentioned and know much of what they know allowing me to provide you with a cohesive and unbiased strategy that addresses everything related to your situation. I will help you to strategically plan for a financial crisis, minimize the damage, recover quickly and most importantly, help ensure that you're never here again. You have a lot more options than you think, but don't waste time. Go to CYA21.com and get my free download, Financial Crisis Bible, or call us at 763-559-3800. That number again, 763-559-3800. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is a decision. Can you pull the trigger? Can you pull the trigger? Can you put yourself in the fight? Can you put timelines and parameters around things to force yourself to do things you wouldn't otherwise do? Tell a quick story here. Uh, I worked with a lot of people who were in real financial challenges uh, through the years of, let's say, 2007, 8, all the way up to 2011 and 12. And let's be honest, a lot of times people are contracting me or at least coming to me with an initial uh, cause for an initial consultation. Yes, I never, ever do free consultations ever. And they come and they pay me a billable hour and they come with challenges and problems. Everybody's got problems. Otherwise, it probably wouldn't be there, right? <clears throat> well, in those years, a lot of folks were losing everything as a result of the meltdown in Wall Street. Uh, how close we actually came as a country to be in real financial straits. The real estate values across the nation were down 30 and 40%, depending on who you're talking to. And I had developers who were coming into my office and I had home builders and I even had bankers who wanted personal help and support themselves because their banks had become insolvent and because they were ready for a padded room, no joke. And uh, developers who owned, you know, many lots that 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 were had been developed and were sitting vacant because none of the builders uh, could could build houses because the values of properties had gone down. And, oh, it was it was just it was a bloodbath. And so so many people come to me with these challenges or did come to me with those challenges. And if you could have watched them walk in the door. Uh, husband and wife, partners, four or five guys at a time, or 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 you know, men, women, whatever, and their shoulders slumped, and you know the looks on their faces, like the world was just kicking their rear ends. And when they would come in, I would tell them that even in the financial challenges and crisis that they were in, all of the options that they had, and all of the things that they could do about it. And how we could formulate a plan to minimize the damage while simultaneously preparing to bottom out and come screaming back in short order. And if you could watch them, I, I wish I had a video. Their faces would 
would would would change. They 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 would walk out my door and their shoulders were pulled back, and the world had changed because they now felt they had control. And even though it was the lesser of crappy options. It was not something happening to them. It was not relegated to this is the way it's going to be. I got no choice. They had the ability to control the outcome. Even if the plane was spinning out of control, I could guide it somewhere. And that ability to take some level of control completely changed their perception of the circumstances. And this is exactly what we need. That's what stress is. What is the thing that's happening? And more importantly, what are you going to do about it to put yourself back in charge, back in control to accomplish your objectives and go where you want to go and do what you want to do? What are the things that you're going to do? So never forget that story because it's so important. What are you going to do about it? No matter how bad it is, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how bad it is. You're going to die in two months. Doesn't matter. What are you going to do about it? Even if you wind up dying, you still want to do something about it because it changes your mindset. And not to mention the fact that everybody's watching you and you are, you want to improve the world? Show people how you conduct yourself when you're in the worst of crisis. Wouldn't you want to do that? Or are you just fall on your sword and end it all? I mean, look, why, why wait for the cancer to take you? Just jump off a bridge and end it all, I guess, huh? Come on. Uh, forgive me. I'm being callous. But, you know, you, you've got to, you've got to take on an attitude of what am I going to do about these things? And the stress sometimes happens to you. But more often than not, for a lot of people who are successful, they are imposing that stress upon themselves in exactly the way that I'm talking about. So it isn't the stress that is that is ruinous in terms of your health and, and your psyche. It is the fact that you feel you can do nothing about it. That's the thing that gives you, you know, an ulcer. That's the thing that is so hard to deal with. Maybe that's the type of stress that the doctors are talking about that you need to eliminate. But look... Is it is it true that, you know, eight out of 10 people, they don't have the fortitude to do anything about their circumstances? And so what? They just need to, you know, live a life of of no stress. I mean, is there even such a thing? Is there? So don't run from stress. It's a really good thing. And it's all about you doing something about it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm also telling you that, you know, the people that I work with, I'm trying to change their lives. I'm trying to make it better. Do I know that the measurable things, the things that we can hold up in the light of day to show that this happened has more meaning than what, whatever the dollar amount that is attached to it is. Am I utterly aware of that? Yes, I am. Now, sometimes there's a lot of zeros and sometimes there's fewer, but at the end of the day, there's progress and you as a person need to be able to demonstrate that to yourself readily, ongoingly, because that's what makes you a happy, fulfilled human being. It's what makes you more successful with, with your, with your, uh, spouse or your children or your, your, your significant other or, or, or your coworkers or your company. So doing that just changes everything, doesn't it? So don't run away from this stress. Just simply determine what you're going to do about it. More often than not, people are coming into my office and they're saying, you know what? I'm behind the eight ball. Uh, it's too late. 
uh, you know, I don't know that we can even do anything about this. So, you know, they're coming to me maybe thinking, is there some answer to what, to what I, you know, to the situation that I'm in? Um, because, because something's happened to me and I was on track or I'm, 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 uh, I'm not on track because, you know, whatever, you know, I, 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 my, I had to send my kids to college or I got divorced or whatever. Is it all over for me? Or Todd, do you have answers for me? And the answer to their question is yes, of course. However, you have to do something about it. I can give you all the greatest ways to overcome these challenges, but you say, well, yeah, well, that's, that's not me. I, I, I just won't do that. Well, then why did you waste the money to come to see me? Why? You've got to be a doer in life. Is it too late? Never. It is never, ever too late. So whatever the option is, uh, what is what is it that you're going to do about it? Imagine that the challenge that you're confronted with that you either impose or that happens to you is a blessing from God. Be so thankful for it. Man, you can't get enough of them. And then when those things happen and you determine what you're going to do about it, I want you to envision the story, the story, meaning begin with the end in mind. If you handled this, if you knew someone else who was imposed with this challenge and and you were sitting talking to a friend about this amazing person who overcame this challenge in these ways, imagine this is your opportunity to be that person and to write that story and to create that outcome for yourself. If you do that, every challenge that comes at you will be a blessing from God and you will simply become more. Hope that's helpful. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed were not necessarily those of the management or ownership of KSTPAM 1500 ESPN. You're listening to 1500 ESPN on KSTPAM 1500 and 94.5 HD2 Minneapolis.